Hello, everybody. Welcome to Brazil Workers Podcast by CESP Conlutas Labor and People's Federation. My name is Samia Gabriela Teixeira. I'm talking from Sao Paulo. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Brazilian time, we are here addressing labor and people's issues. Last August 28 was the 41st year of the amnesty law in Brazil. It is important that every year we remember on this day what the military dictatorship in our country was like and what it means to fight against the constant maneuver of forgetfulness and conciliation that groups and governments try to establish. Under Jair Bolsonaro's government, this issue is very important because we always highlight in our struggles the right of the working class to democratic rights. To talk about this issue, 41 years of the amnesty law need to be remembered. We have the presence of Mané Bahia. He's from the group of former prisoners and persecuted politicians of socialist governments and one of the interlocutors of Brazil's political amnesties. Thank you very much for your participation, Mané. I would like you to start by explaining to us what the military dictatorship in Brazil was. The 1964 dictatorship in Brazil was brought about by direct interference by U.S. imperialism, unhappy with the political and economic instability and with the growing rise of the workers' struggles. This scenario was damaging business and bringing financial losses to American companies. And, as President John Goulart was unable to stabilize this situation, the American government conspired uh, the military coup with General Castelo Blanco by establishing an authoritarian regime, layoffs, persecutions, psychological terror, political arrests, brutal tortures, murders, child abductions, extermination of indigenous people, and concealment of corpses. Private companies directly involved in financing repression. Brazil, run by corrupt military personnel, and totally sold to the interest of bankers, large companies, agribusiness, and U.S. imperialism. This is the portrait of the military-civil dictatorship in Brazil, which rose in 1964, and which with the total closure of the regime in 1968, repressed the struggles and attacked democracy. And how was the end of the dictatorship? Civil society organizations had been organizing themselves. In 1975, relatives and friends of prisoners and missing persons created the women's movement for amnesty. In 1978, was created the CBA, Committee for Amnesty, with representations in several states and even in Paris, where many of the exiles lived. In the face of social pressure and signs that the worn-out dictatorship would not last for long, the bloodthirsty General Ernesto Geisel announced in 1974 that he would initiate a slow, gradual and secure opening of the regime. General Figueiredo, Geisel's successor and last president of the dictatorship, took office in March 1979 
and present the draw amnesty law as early as June. Figueiredo amnesty project was very limited because it did not release all political prisoners and because he forgave the military who committed abuses, including torture and the execution of opponents of the dictatorship, giving assurance that they would never be punished. The amnesty bill was approved in August 1979, after a vote in the National Congress totally controlled by the military, and even so by only four votes difference. On August 28, 1979, Figueiredo sanctions amnesty law. For 41 years, the struggle for amnesty-wide general and inner Enric ticket won the law of amnesty. It was not the amnesty claimant, but it was achieved. The workers' mobilizations and the strikes played a decisive role since in the fight for better wages eroded by inflation and democracy, they faced the regime and its national security law. The working class returned to the political scene with the scanning strike in San Bernardo, São Paulo in May 1978. Subsequently, dozens of metallurgical factories in the ABC region of São Paulo stopped in a wave that would extend to São Paulo, also involving bankers and teachers. The most important wave of strikes in the story of the country opened, which culminated in the great streak of the ABC metal workers in 1980. Mass mobilizations, strikes, and the campaign for direct elections for president led to the end of the dictatorship in 1985. So amnesty was an important victory, but we face a bad thing about it because we did not punish it, torturers and the companies that financed the dictatorship and the military police and the repressive apparatus of the dictatorship was not dismantled. The constituent of 1988, although with the democratic conquests, did not dismantle the military policy and all the repressive apparatus of the military regime. Since then, in a major national conciliation agreement, the democratic governments of the PSDB to DPT have taken no measures to punish the torturers, the military, and the public and private companies that financed the coup of 1964, differently than it occurred in other countries in South America itself. For, for example, General Videla died in jail, paying for the crimes of the cruel Argentine military dictatorship. PT's class conciliation government, with timed initiatives in defense of memory and traditional justice, have in fact made little progress in the amnesty trials, leaving a legacy of more than 18,000 amnesty in the queue. The Temer government paralyzed the operation of the Amnesty Commission, questioning its autonomy and independence. The consequence of this conciliation and forgetfulness in punishing the murders of the dictatorship was the increase 
of policy violence against the poor and black people of the periphery and the repression of movements, creating the conditions for the emergence of Bolsonaro, who defends the military regime, the tortures, and threatens the democratic freedoms hard won by popular mobilization. Bolsonaro wants to end the reparation for the crimes of the dictatorship by dismissing the lawsuits that have not yet been tried and, and wanting to review the gains already won. In addition, it created yet another repressive body, the National Intelligence Center. Its objective is to rewrite history, justifying and installing the COP of 1964 and preparing the group ground for repressive measures that prevent reaction to their own political crimes, in addition to criminalizing the actions and mobilizations of the workers through. Yeah, so we must fight back Bolsonaro. Amnesty's reparation, memory, truth and justice. It's up to the workers to fight in defense of democratic freedoms against the installation of a military regime in the country and the struggle for memory so that it will never forget, so that it never happens again. More than ever, the 41 years of the amnesty law need to be remembered in this fight strengthened. Thanks again, Mané Bahia. Amnesty for our persecuted politicians. That's all. Uh, thank you, everybody. So next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Brazilian time, we will be back. Solidarity forever. Bye.